conservative group targets Starbucks diversity programs. Starbucks Corporation has been accused of discriminating against white employees by allowing only minorities to participate in two training programs, a group founded by a top advisor to former Republican President Donald Trump told a U.S. Civil Rights Committee on Tuesday. Positive discrimination is a sensitive topic that creates division in many areas, and now Starbucks has become the latest target. Some believe that the underrepresentation of minorities requires such steps to balance out the inequality, but others believe that discrimination in any form is wrong. The group America First Legal, AFL, sent a letter to the United States Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, EEOC, urging it to launch an investigation into Starbucks programs that aim to increase diversity in the workplace. Former White House adviser Stephen Miller, known for his conservative views on immigration and other issues, founded the AFL last year. In a separate letter addressed to Melody Hobson, chair of Starbucks' board of directors, AFL accuses Starbucks of breaching its fiduciary duty to shareholders by continuing to implement racist programs introduced in 2020 and earlier this year. This means that white employees, particularly white men, are statistically underrepresented in the company's workforce and potentially the subjects of invidious discrimination, said AFL in a letter to EEOC. A Starbucks representative declined to comment on the matter. EEOC investigations are usually triggered by complaints or charges filed by employees. The AFL urged the agency to issue a rare commissioner's charge to investigate Starbucks training programs without a complaint from employees. Federal law authorizes any commissioner to file a discrimination charge, alleging that an employer violated Title VII of the Civil Rights Act of 1964, the Americans with Disabilities Act ADA, or the Genetic Information Non-Discrimination Act GINA after which the charge is investigated by the appropriate EEOC field office. In addition, the Age Discrimination in Employment Act, ADEA, and the Equal Pay Act, EPA, authorize EEOC field offices to initiate investigations of possible violations of those two statutes, even without a charge from an aggrieved individual, said EEOC, on the procedures to combat employment discrimination. A commissioner's charge may be approved by only one of the five members of the EEOC. The agency currently has a Democratic chairman, but Republicans hold a 3-2 majority. In August, the National Center for Public Policy Research, a conservative think tank, sued Starbucks in a Washington state court over its diversity policy that hints at racial discrimination. The group objected to Starbucks setting targets for hiring black people and other people of color awarding contracts to diverse suppliers and advertisers, and tying executive compensation to diversity. Starbucks has denied the accusation. Starbucks opens first reserve store in India Starbucks has grown rapidly in India in the 10 years since it opened its first shop in Mumbai. The number of shops has risen to over 300. According to Tata Starbucks, the operator of the shops in India, the country is ready for the first Starbucks reserve shop. The first Starbucks reserve in the country was opened in the remodeled building where the first shop in India was opened. The building features two Starbucks cafes, a traditional cafe serving the classic Indian coffee menu, and now a reserve for those who demand a higher quality coffee than the regular that Starbucks delivers.
the Result Store offers its customers a more immersive coffee experience, with baristas preparing coffee using alternative methods such as siphon, pour-over, chemex and nitro-cold brew. According to Sushant Dash, CEO of Tata Starbucks, India is ready for the next level of coffee enjoyment, which is a little more expensive. Despite the successful opening, it remains uncertain if and when the company will open another reserve branch. Dash said it is best to wait for the reaction of Indian consumers to the concept. Although India is one of the Asian countries where tea is traditionally the preferred beverage, coffee is becoming increasingly popular. Starbucks has also spread outside the major cities where its outlets have been well received. Last year was the most successful for the company, as it opened shops in 14 new cities. One of the biggest challenges for the company was adapting the global menu to local tastes. Getting that balance right is what is important, and this team has been doing the same from the very beginning, not just with the food menu, but also finding the right locations for stores. Michael Conway, Starbucks Group President, International and Channel Development The biggest competitor is the domestic chain Cafe Coffee Day, which operates 495 outlets in the country. Several world-renowned food and coffee chains have also fueled the phenomenon with their presence, with Starbucks being the biggest so far. UK-based Costa Coffee, which has 69 outlets across India, also wants a share of the huge potential market of India. Another UK-based food chain, Prelimanja, wants to open 100 shops by 2028. Canada's Tim Hortons plans to open more than 250 shops in the same period. Vietnam expecting larger crop this harvest season. Vietnam, the world's largest producer of the robusta variety used in instant coffee and espresso expects a larger crop this season, increasing global supply and putting pressure on prices, which have fallen more than 10% in the past two months. According to separate provincial estimates acquired by Bloomberg, the five provinces in the Central Highlands, known as the country's coffee belt, expect to produce more than 1.8 million tons of beans in the harvest that has already started, up from 1.76 million tons last year. The U.S. Department of Agriculture estimates national production at 1.85 million tons. I think 1.8 million tons would be the highest ever for a coffee crop in the highlands. That's what the nation as a whole used to produce, said Trin Duk Min, head of the Bone Mothwat Coffee Association in Dak Lak province. More than 90% of the country's crop is grown in the five central highlands provinces of Dak Lak. Lam Dong, Dak Nong, Chia Lai and Kontong. According to Vietnam's Ministry of Agriculture, coffee is grown on just over 700,000 hectares nationwide, with a harvested area of 647,600 hectares. All five provinces expect higher robusta yields, with Lam Dong, the second-largest producer, recording the highest yields. Nguyen Van Son, the director of the agriculture department in the province, said the high-yielding, pest-resistant varieties, increased production from replanted farms and the use of new technologies, such as automatic irrigation and fertilization, help with increased production. However, officials in Lam Dong, Dak Nong and GLI provinces 
are concerned about a possible shortage of fruit pickers. The lack of local pickers could lead to a decline in the quality of beans, said the Daknong Provincial Department of Agriculture. Some districts in Daknong started selective fruit harvesting last month after an early flowering due to rains that started in February. In Daklak and Lamdong, selective harvesting started in October, and in Kontum, it will begin in early November. Growers in GLI are expected to start harvesting next week. Harvesting peaks in November and December, and heavy rains predicted for those months, could affect the progress and quality of the beans, provincial authorities said. According to Vietnam's National Weather Agency, rainfall in the highlands next month could be twice the historical average, and 40% higher in December. Brazil the world's largest producer of the milder-tasting Arabica variety has struggled with more than two years of frost and drought that have weakened the trees and led to a drop in production, which could take years to fully recover from. Increased production in Vietnam would benefit coffee drinkers. World of Coffee Exhibition 2023 to take place in Dubai DXP Live, Dubai World Trade Center's Integrated Event Management Agency will organize the World of Coffee Exhibition 2023 as part of its efforts to promote the emerging coffee industry in the Middle East. The event will be held from 11 to 13 January 2023 at the Dubai World Trade Center. The exhibition, in collaboration with the Specialty Coffee Association and the Specialty Coffee Association UA Chapter, SCA, aims to bring together coffee producers, manufacturers, retailers, traders and the entire industry from the region and other parts of the world. The exhibition starts with Guatemala, represented by Guatemalan Coffees, as this year's portrait country. DXB Live also announced the signing of a five-year agreement with the SCA to organize this exhibition in the region. Under this agreement, the exhibition will be held in the MENA region in the coming years, to capitalize on the region's potential in this industry. Dubai's coffee industry aspires to become a regional and international center of coffee trade, and the Dubai Chamber of Commerce, DMCC, Specialty Coffee Association, SCUA Chapter, and DXP Live all play an important role in achieving this goal. Dubai continues to develop new business prospects, and expand the areas of collaboration between specialists and experts in all fields by hosting such specialized trade fairs, and it works continuously to provide a dynamic environment for work and life. The great economic return of such specialized exhibitions is enhanced year after year, thanks to the distinguished participation of industry leaders and the growing presence of thousands of experts and specialists from around the world. This is a testament of confidence and recognition by the international business community of the fundamental role Dubai plays in increasing the trade movement at the level of the region and the world, said Khalid Al-Hammadi, Senior Vice President, DXB Live. We are pleased to work with DXB Live to organize this international exhibition, which is focused on the coffee business globally and is becoming more and more important, as evidenced by indications and data. In the upcoming years, we are convinced that the coffee sector in the Middle East, North Africa, and the Gulf region will experience unparalleled growth. 
The arrangement we negotiated to host the exhibition for a five-year term will assist the coffee trade in all the region's safe and prosperous nations. The exhibition will create tremendous business opportunities, said Yanis Apostolopoulos, Chief Executive Officer, Specialty Coffee Association. The Coffee World exhibition in its last session was highly praised and applauded by the international coffee community and the major specialized companies working in the industry. It was crucial in creating an exemplary platform that brought together the most eminent experts and trailblazers in the field from across the globe. We anticipate that the 2023 exhibition will be extraordinary by all criteria, since it will bring together the greatest number of coffee enthusiasts from around the world and serve as the largest forum for direct engagement and discussion between industry professionals, customers, and visitors, said Khalid Al-Mullah, Chief Executive Officer, SCUA Chapter. The successful inaugural event of the exhibition was held at the Dubai Exhibition Center during Expo 2020 Dubai and led to this development. The initiative is in line with the vision to cement Dubai's position as a world-class destination for hosting international events.